Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. leader. Coming off the court, you hear it straight from a Suns player with Burns and Gambo. Brought to you by America Roofing, Arizona's number one roofer online at americaroofingco.com. For a free estimate or 10% off any roof repair, that's americaroofingco.com. Our weekly visit with a Suns player, and we're very happy to be able to talk to Josh Okogie today coming off the win last night against the Orlando Magic, given the big impact that he had had in particular at the very end of that game but not just the very end of that game and joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line from the Phoenix Suns Josh Akogi here on the Burns and Gambo show Josh welcome back and congrats on the win thanks for your time man we appreciate it appreciate you thanks for having me again Josh, it, it, it feels like you're getting a real opportunity with Phoenix that you, you may not have gotten in Minnesota. And, and you played in a lot of games, uh, but it feels like you're, you're trusted a lot more here and you, you be, you're be, being given an opportunity that just wasn't there the first few years in your career. Do you agree with that? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, I feel like everybody's just embraced me um, from the coaching staff, you know, to my teammates, to the to the fans. And, you know, it just feels good to be able to, to play in front of those guys. And and for you, I mean, the opportunity to not only impact the game defensively, but a huge corner three last night, and at times you've been able to be an offensive weapon too. It seems like, you know, here in Phoenix under Monty, you're being given an opportunity to not only affect the game defensively, but offensively as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Coach Mont gives guys confidence to go out there and, and uh, play your game offensively and just go out there and try to impact the game. And that's just what I've you know, been trying to do. Josh Kogi, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. All right, let's talk about the block. You said after the game, um, thank God I didn't foul him. A- at any point when you were approaching him, were you thinking, I need to back off and not foul him? Tell me how, I'm sure you've obviously watched it a few times. How did you process that moment in real time with what you did last night? Uh, I mean, you know, our tactics as a team, we usually foul when we're up three. So, you know, they can't have like a lucky three-pointer or whatever. So um, coming out that timeout, you know, we were were supposed to foul, you know, so they shoot a free throw. But um, it's kind of hard fouling a guy who's who's looking at the basket because, you know, anything can happen where he – Acts like he's shooting before you foul. Now he's shooting three free throws, and the, the you know referees might give it to him. Just a whole bunch of stuff could happen. So he's usually good to foul him with his back turned to the basket. But when he caught the ball, I kind of seen him squaring up to shoot. So instead of fouling, I wanted to see if I could time the shot. But yeah, but you know that's also risky because you know anything can happen. A ref could call a foul or. Whatever the case may be, but I'm just you know thankful that I was able to get it clean. Were you surprised that Wagner didn't get the shot off before he passed it off to Paulo? Uh, I think um, I mean for us, I mean I thought that either either one of those guys are going to get the shot, okay. either Paulo or, or Wagner. But I'm just glad it played out the way it did. I look at the, the I look at the last five. Everybody's talking about the block shot, but I thought you had so many moments when you came back into that game. Five minutes and fifty seconds left. They had just gone on a nine nothing run. It's tied at one oh one. I mean I chart these games, I'm a little 
crazy with the way I chart games, but you had the back tap to Booker after Paul missed the three. You hit a corner three. You drew an offensive foul on Carter Jr. You rebounded a miss by Booker. You deflected a pass by Boncharo. And then, of course, you came up with a block shot. So everybody's talking about the block shot, but I'm sure you look back at it. Like, you, there were five or six instances after they had gone on a 9 nothing run when you came back into the game where you were able to affect the game. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's, it's crazy because in those type of games, each each possession is, uh, is is precious. And I try to I try to do what I can. Obviously, you know, late in that game, it's going to be a heavy dose of uh, you know Da Chris Paul and, uh, and and Book. So you know, while I'm out there, I try to just see if I can get all the offensive rebounds. Try to you know hold it down on defense and just do the little things because I feel like the little things definitely are the difference between winning and losing. But I was happy that I was able to, you know, come up with those little those little plays like you mentioned. And my obviously my shot wasn't really falling like that yesterday, but uh I was able to hit the uh the ones that really counted at the end, so that was so that was good. All right, I got to get your take on this because we all saw it. Markel Fultz untying Terrence Ross's shoe <laughs> before he hits the two free throws. I mean, have you ever seen that before? <laughs> I didn't even see it in the game. I'm this is my first time hearing about it, but I mean, just the way that, you know, Terrence Ross has been for us, I can tell that, you know, they have a lot of love for him over there. So I'm pretty sure, you know, those guys are just doing that out of love and just to mess with him. But it's definitely a credit to T. Ross for hitting those two free throws down late, down the stretch. I mean, wouldn't that tick you off, though, if some guy untied your shoe right before you're going to hit two free throws at the end of the game? A hundred percent. Have you ever had it done to you or have you ever done it to someone? No. No. I think, I, I think that's a technical foul if somebody sees it. <laughs> right, I think it is. I mean, I think it is. I, I mean, I think that's that, that's fighting stuff. I mean, because you're trying to throw the guy off, too. It's not like we're just, hey, we love you and you used to play here and let's have fun. It's like, hey, these are two big free throws. There's six seconds left in the game. I got to make sure you miss one or two of these. So I think, they untie, I think he untied his shoes just to try to throw them off. But to Ross's credit, he knocked down both of them. A hundred percent. Yeah, those are big, big free throws, man. We needed those. Josh Kogi is our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. We're having some fun. We're talking about the Suns' win against the Orlando Magic. Uh, your role on this team, we've talked to you a lot about this. Obviously, it's changed, and, and we're seeing the way defenses are guarding you guys. They're, they're giving you the shot a lot, and you certainly are taking it and trying to take advantage of that. Did that require a certain adjustment in mentality for you when you're out there? And if it did, are you now comfortable with with the mentality that it takes when they're giving you those looks the way they are. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh I actually love the fact that they give me those looks. Um I work on those shots every day. Um and I just try to go out there and knock down those shots to make the defense pay for the way they guard me. Go ahead, Burns. Yeah, go no, ahead. You're fine. Go ahead. I'm going to ask you uh, the million-dollar question because you came here on a one-year deal. And, you know, veterans minimum type deal, you came here, chance to prove it. You proved it. I mean, you proved it. I mean, I can't even imagine this team not having you next year. So my first question is, is this a place where you could see yourself long-term? Would you like to stay here with the Phoenix Suns? I love everything about Phoenix. You know, I love the culture, the um, the teammates, coaches, front office, the city, the fans, environment, you know, everything. I love, I would love to uh, stay in Phoenix. 
but obviously that's a um, conversation we're going to have in the off season between my agent and the, and the team. You know, my job is just to go out here and perform and try to help impact winning. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, like I said, right now it's beyond my control. I just out here playing basketball and do what I love to do. Yeah, I mean, that, that you can control. You can control how hard you play and how much you impact the game to make them want to keep you. But I would I would look at it now and figure that, you know, there's, there's going to be other teams that are looking at what you've been able to bring to the Phoenix Suns and say, hey, I'd like to have that guy on my team. So I know you're not going to short yourself. And, you know, you, you, this is an opportunity for you to maybe get, you know, a multi-year deal and, and a, a little bit more security and stuff like that. So, you know, I imagine there's going to be competition for the Phoenix Suns to keep you. Yeah, for sure, but this is something that I just don't even like to think about right now because for me, his job's not finished. I came here to try to help, you know, win a championship and uh, have the best season possible, and that's still my focus point right now. You know, for me, my focus point was really never about the the money or the deal or whatever the case may be. So I know my focus is still on that and just trying to make sure I'm the best player I can be and, you know, hopefully be on the team that wins the, wins the championship. Josh, we love hearing really, that. Yeah, we really appreciate the conversation and your time today. Congratulations again on the win and the big block to save it at the end. Uh, we appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon. Good luck the rest of the year. Thank you so much, y'all.